Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you this morning to the front porch and we're just uh, glad to see springtime. We love this time of year and in fact uh, it's already June. It won't be long. It'll be summertime and we thank the Lord for that. I hope that you're doing good on this wonderful day. We've been studying in the book of John, and we're going to continue our study there. Hope and pray that you have a copy of God's Word nearby and that you can open up God's Word. And if you don't have a copy, I pray that you'll just listen, and I pray the Word of God will be a help to you. In John chapter 1, we find an introduction uh, to the entirety of the book, and John makes no bones about it. He begins to talk about the Lord Jesus. By the way, he is the greatest subject of all subjects. And we've been looking at several verses, and we read down through verse number 12, and we have now been introduced not only to Jesus as the Word of God, but also as John the Baptist, the forerunner of the Lord. You see, John the Beloved, the Apostle, He speaks of John the Baptist here in chapter 1. And we've read just a little bit about him. And uh, in verse number, we're going to begin reading in verse number 13 this morning. And the Bible says, Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And in verse 15, the Bible says, John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. As we're looking at these few verses this morning, I want you to notice in verse number 13, again, John is continuing his talking and his teaching about salvation and eternal life. And it is through and by the will of God. We must recognize that. I'm thankful that I am born again. And Jesus said, and we'll find out very soon as we're studying this wonderful book, that Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, you must be born again. And you and I know that it is essential to be born again. The world does not understand that terminology. The world looks at it much like Nicodemus is going to look at it in chapter 3. But you and I who are saved today know what it is to be born again. 
And I began to look at that in verse 13, and he's talking about being born, not of blood, not in the physical sense, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. It is God's will for all men to be born again. I believe that. The Bible says he is not uh, willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That is the great God we serve today. And it is by his divine will that you and I are saved because God made it so. He made a way for you and I to be born again. And that is through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's our part. And the rest of it is Jesus' part. And he takes care of that very well. In fact, he died for you and he died for me upon that cross. And so today we can rejoice in knowing that we're saved today. The Bible says in verse number 14, And the word, that's the word logos, that we've been studying, was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Can I tell you, at the moment of the conception of Christ, Jesus took on a human form, a bodily form, a bodily shape, and he lived 33 and a half years in this world, on this world, he lived a sinless, perfect life and died for you and I a physical death upon Calvary. His body, after he died, was taken from the cross, wrapped in the grave clothes, and placed in that borrowed tomb. And on the third day, the Lord Jesus rose from the grave in a resurrected body. And you and I can rejoice today in knowing that the Lord lives. And in that living body, that resurrected body, a body that we will one day possess ourselves likening to His glorified body, and a body He will come back in when He returns in the second appearance of Christ. And I tell you, Jesus will live in a glorified body in that state, in that body that he has now that has been resurrected from the dead for all eternity. And because of that, you and I will also receive a glorified body. I'm glad it's all in Jesus and because of Jesus and what he did for us when he died upon the cross of Calvary. In verse number 14, it is very important that we understand that, that there is a period of time that Jesus has always been and will forever be, but there was a time that he came in a body of flesh. And that point in time, and, and, and I believe that he appeared to men oftentimes in what is called theophanies in the Old Testament, that he had a human form, a human shape. But God conceived God in a womb for the first time in the womb of Mary. Never before had that happened. And it will never happen again. But because of that, and because of the sinless life of the Son of God, it is God's will that all men should put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus. And what a Savior we have today. The Bible gives us much to be thankful for. Salvation is the greatest gift of all gifts. I hope and pray that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I hope and pray that you have been to Calvary. I hope and pray that you know that you have been forgiven of all your sins. There is only one source of forgiveness, and that is through and by 
Jesus Christ and Him alone. He is the propitiation for our sins. On Calvary, He paid all the sin debt, the price for sins of all the world once and forever. And you and I this day can rejoice of what He did for us knowing that He did it for you and for me and that it is God's will that you and I be saved. And I'm glad that I can claim that I know Him and He knows me. I'm glad I'm saved today. I love John chapter 13 and or chapter 1 verse 13 and 14. I'm going to read them again in your hearing this morning. Which were born not of blood... No, notice what he says, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of will of the will of man, but of God. You see, that is the difference. It's not man's will for me to be born again. It's not uh, my will. It's, it's not that at all. But it was God's will for us to be saved. And because of that, we can be saved. And there is no one out of the reach of God. He wants to save and he's willing. So I want to encourage you today, if you're not saved, to trust Christ. Put your faith and your trust in Him. And if you are saved, then rejoice in salvation and pray that others would be saved by the grace of God. The Bible says in Psalms 118, verse number 24, This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. The birds are happy today. This morning they're singing a song and praising the Lord. And you and I need to make the choice to rejoice today because we don't have the promise of tomorrow on this earth. But if you're saved by the grace of God, you have heaven to gain. Amen. And that's going to be a wonderful place. Let's rejoice today and let's be happy in the Lord. Lord willing, we'll be back in the morning again at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. We're going to pick back up right here in John chapter number 1 tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m., Lord willing. May God bless you today. Hope you're having a wonderful day, and I hope that everything is going well for you. And we appreciate you tuning in. And again, Lord willing, see you tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.